0: Hello, this is Tom Wilmoth with The Vinyl Approach, episode 22. The past year has seen the deaths of a lot of musicians. In the world of jazz, Chick Corea and guitarist Pat Martino. In the realm of country and rock, we lost Billy Joe Shaver, Mike Nesmith, and Charlie Watts. Each is deserving of a lengthy tribute, and each has received several. On today's Vinyl Approach, I want to talk about another musician's death, one you may have not heard of. He had no hit singles, Grammy Awards, or lavish box sets. His name was Mike Michalichek, and he was a friend of mine. I can point to many people who have taught me about bands, musicians, and facts about songs. Those who have taught me about music itself is a much shorter list. I met Mike in the University of Northern Iowa dorms in 1973. I wasn't in the school's jazz band, but many close friends were, including my roommate Scott. From them, I heard about a baritone saxophone player with a devastating sense of humor. They were also struck by how much this guy knew about the big band jazz they were performing. One day, a figure appeared at my open door. In his hand was a chart he had just arranged, and he wanted to hear Scott's trumpet on it. Just by the way he spoke and stood, I knew this had to be the person I had heard my friends talk about. I said to him, You're Mike Michalichek. He leaned back and struck a pose. That's what people say. I cracked up, and the laughter didn't stop for nearly 50 years. With Mike's four-syllable last name, it's not surprising that friends had truncated Michalacek into Checker. He embraced it. Mike was naturally funny, and he was a natural musician. It seemed he could play any instrument you handed him. One of my dorm neighbors was in a bluegrass band. Some of us were in his room one afternoon when Mike spotted a mandolin. He picked it up and proceeded to play I Saw Her Standing There. I was impressed, but the bluegrass neighbor was stunned. He talked about that for weeks. Mandolin was not one of Checker's primary instruments. I doubt if he had ever held one before that afternoon. But in addition to various saxophones, he played electric piano in several bands, and he was more than competent on guitar. He taught me things that helped with my acoustic sets of Bob Dylan songs. I was a rudimentary guitarist, but Mike never put me down for my lack of ability. The closest he ever came was once telling me that I needed to learn a lot more about rhythm. At the time, I foolishly wondered if there was really all that much to know. Just sitting around with Mike sometimes turned into a casual master class. I recall one night just the two of us listening to records in his attic room. The song You Had to Know came on by the band Cold Blood. Referring to the time signature, Checker said, That tune's in 9-4. I dismissively said, Same thing as 3-4. He said, no, listen to how the song lays and where one is. And he proceeded to wave his hands, conducting the song, showing me how 9-4 and 3-4 time differed and how the elongated structure of 9-4 created tension before it resolved back to one. He was not lecturing me. He was pointing out specifics I hadn't considered. Obviously, I have never forgotten it, and I never confused 9-4 and 3-4 time again. The fact that Mike and I were listening to Cold Blood that night is telling. It was a horn band, yes, but certainly not a jazz group. Checker was never a snob about music. I remember him getting irritated with some area musicians who thought a tune couldn't be any good unless it was complicated and difficult to perform. He had little time for music snobs. In fact, it was Mike Michalichek who brought me back to pop music and the AM radio. I had begun to drift away from the pop charts thinking I had outgrown them. I had become the snob. Mike made me reconsider. He would frequently reference new Top 40 songs, quoting catch lines from the latest hit by Paul McCartney or Elton John. He went to sleep each night with his radio on. Some of it clearly stayed with him. Early Pointer Sisters records, Earth, Wind & Fire, Checker dug these groups and could tell you why. And he also loved Jazz Keyboard. He admired Chick Corea enough to work up some of his piano interludes and was irritated with his university music teacher when dismissive of Corea's ability. Mike was the first person I knew to briefly embrace Keith Jarrett's solo piano work, and he found Weather Reports' A Remark You Made to be transcendent. Checker was also not afraid to go against prevailing winds. When jazz guitarist George Benson had his huge crossover hit, This Masquerade, every record company rushed to reissue any older material they owned by him. One such repackaged album was Benson's interpretations of Beatles songs. I remember Mike throwing the album across the room, calling it garbage. He wasn't buying into the idea that everything ever recorded by this now popular guitarist was great. Why? Because Mike was a discerning listener. He could surprise me at times, like when he brought a double album by Todd Rundgren back to the dorms, or when he bought a solo John Lennon album. Impossible to predict what would grab his interest musically. During the college years of the mid-1970s, Mike and most of my friends traveled to weekend gigs. On some Saturday afternoons, I would drop by to where Checker, Dan Hummel, and a rotating cast of housemates lived on Tremont Street. They were usually sitting around, waiting. I walked in one time, and they were all intently watching the Lawrence Welk show. I mocked them, saying that was a show for old people. Mike told me that this was one of the very few shows on TV that featured a live band, and these cats could play. He was right on both counts, of course. I sat as Dan analyzed what drummer Ralph Humphrey was doing, and Checker criticized the arrangements of Welk's assistant, a goateed conductor who relied on what Mike called fat chords. There were other lessons, too many to describe, but here are a couple. Checker told me that Carlos Santana ended all his guitar solos with an ascending pattern high on the fretboard in order to build tension. In my own acoustic guitar sets of the 70s, I played a song that Mike had written called Last Dollar Bill. It sort of straddled the line between folk and country. I always thought it was a fine tune. Mike seemed happy that I performed it, but he would always remind me that I played one of his chords incorrectly, some odd one he used only on the last verse. When I was trying to figure out chord changes to a song that I wanted to play in these sets, he told me, Always listen to the bass line. Follow what the bass is doing and you'll be able to figure out the chord. Seems obvious as I say it, but not if you don't know it. Mike said these things with humor and in a friendly way. None were criticisms. Almost none, anyway. In more recent days, Mike and I were watching a Stevie Wonder Concert video. Stevie's second keyboard player was soloing. Mike said to himself, that's interesting. I said, what is? He told me that the soloist was playing the exact pattern of notes during all of the song's different chord changes. The notes of the keyboard's one pattern fit within the harmonic structure of each chord change. Who would notice that? The checker was born to teach. It was his lifetime profession, but it was more. When the university jazz band was working on an arrangement of Miles Davis's Spanish key, most of the large ensemble was lost. They had no idea what they were supposed to be playing in spite of a written chart in front of them. To be fair, that's understandable with this bitch's brew number. Mike invited the entire band to his house to listen to the piece on large speakers. Nobody came. His fellow students thought such a field trip odd. Mike was discouraged by that rejection, I remember, but he had tried. And that incident shows the cornerstone of his teaching methodology, then and later, was to hear the music. Always play the record, he would say. Listen to what they are doing on the record. But if that college band ignored Mike's suggestion, the remainder of his classroom career was filled with students who embraced his teaching style and his passion for music. He taught in the Waterloo Public School District beginning in the late 1970s. In the 90s, Checker started a summer jazz program for middle school students. With origins in his own home basement, later years saw the band membership expanding to over 150 student musicians. When describing Mike Michalichek, his teaching colleagues speak as one. An incredible educator, always there for his kids, made a one-on-one connection with his students, always had time for questions, a passion for teaching. Mike also led his own small group, Checker and the Blue Tones. Not surprisingly, it played a wide selection of music with Mike as frontman on keyboards and vocals. The Blue Tones was an area favorite for years. He regularly donated his musical talents to various church groups, and about a decade ago, Checker co-founded Stone Soul Picnic, an annual music event that raises money for area food banks. Eastern Iowa was a musically richer place because of Mike Michalacek. I wish you could have known him. I'm glad I did. The last time I saw Mike was in the summer of 2020, just a few months before he died. It was at Dan's cabin in northeastern Iowa. Several of the aging college crew had gathered there to talk and just hang around for a couple of days. I had my guitar with me, even though it had not been played in a very long time. I handed it to Mike. It was like casually passing him a beer. He took it and immediately began to play. He complimented the guitar, saying he was surprised how well it held its tuning, but noted that the sound was dull because the strings were so old that they no longer rang. That made sense, but I had never thought of it in those terms before. One final lesson. This has been The Vinyl Approach. I'm Tom Wilmeth, and if you are interested in reading more of my opinions about music, I have published a book called Soundbites, A Lifetime of Listening. Soundbites is available on Amazon. This has been The Vinyl Approach, and I'll see you next time.